I don't know if this is gonna work or not. I'm here with our friend, Dr. Richard Allen Blackman. We've been walking around Ventura and we were talking about a subject that was so cool, I thought, I gotta try to do this. But I don't have a microphone with, we're in a dog park, you see the ocean behind us. It's kind of dark um, here. The camera is literally sitting on a garbage can and it reeks. And the closer you get to the garbage can, the worse that it smells. So and it's propped up by your shoe. This video stinks. <laughs> That's right. But other than that, it's perfect conditions. Here's what we were talking about. I've been reading through uh, Paul Turnier. He's this fascinating character, Swiss physician who became a therapist kind of by accident and was spiritually deeply formed by the Oxford group. AA flowed out of that. Um, his book, Guilt and Grace, is really, really interesting. And there's a dimension of that that I wanted to talk to Rick about with uh, all of us. Um, Turnier talks about how there is true guilt and false guilt, stuff that's valid, stuff that's neurotic. But he says, actually, that distinction is often not real helpful because it's all mixed up together with us. We always experience, he says, inferiority as guilt. And then guilt always makes us want to hide. So we face this tremendous inner conflict. We desperately want to be known and loved, but we're desperately afraid of being known. And he talks about, in particular, the power of that moment when somebody reveals a secret. And again, that there's a, uh, there's a tremendous overlap between disclosing a secret and confession. And uh, part of what I love about Turnier also is he's deeply devoted to Jesus and to God and to spiritual life. And at the same time, um, doesn't engage in that kind of us versus them, false separatism, recognizes um, that God has made each person, God loves each person, each person is on a journey. And so there's this very inclusive welcoming spirit to his writing that I just love. Part of what he says, Rick, is that for therapists, because God is always present, even the therapist is not a believer and the patient is not a believer. God is there when someone opens their heart and reveals a secret. And Turnier writes a lot about um, there is tremendous power in confession, tremendous power when someone reveals something that they have not talked about before. And so that's what we were talking about. I'd love to hear your reflections on that. Um, how do you experience that when people open up and reveal secrets to you? Why is it that such a powerful thing? You know, I'm thinking as you're talking there about that idea, confession is good for the soul. Mm -hmm. And now being a counselor 40 plus years, oh, that is just so true. Mm -hmm. When I think of the moment in therapy and counseling where someone discloses something that they generally maybe have never told anybody and what kind of a powerful like I would say healing impact mm. that ends up having on somebody that their capacity to 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 speak about it it's kind of known in trauma circles that one of the ways that you overcome trauma is becoming fluent with being able to talk about the oh, trauma. Oh, fascinating. Wow. Uh, I, I use that idea that uh. you don't have to like beat it to death in talking about it, but you do have to become fluent in your capacity to talk about it, have access to it. It's like a closed door. I sometimes think it's like a closed hmm. room inside of a person. And that one of the things that will happen in a good counseling relationship is that we're, we'll, it, we have to do kind of slowly though. I think you were saying turn the eight, maybe talks about that. It's not like somebody comes in who needs to talk and the first time they see me, especially if they don't know me, they're suddenly, you know, revealing some deep, dark, 
difficult. Minor revelation. There's a dog that's just come over to visit us right now. <laughs> right. I'm hoping he's a safe dog. <laughs> I hope he's a safe dog. Keep too. going. Yeah. Now he's out of here. Yeah. Um, so it, I never know when I'm talking to somebody that something like that will happen, but the revelation of some past misdeed, uh, of some family, a lot of times it's a family thing. Turgay actually hasn't right. talked about when somebody starts to disclose something, even if it's kind of superficial, never interrupt them. Uh, yeah. And the metaphor he uses, it's like an athlete who's going to do a long jump and they have to start running and they might run quite a while before they feel like they've got enough momentum to make that jump. And he said that we're like that. It may take us a while to warm up to telling the deep truth. That's so interesting to hear that he puts it that way. Mm -hmm. I know I often get this feeling like I, I think this is going in a complex direction mm -hmm. that's going to be really bombshellish, if I can use that term. Yeah. And I have to be patient. Like I have a, you know me, John, as a friend, like I, I'm very interactive and mm -hmm. sometimes I'll be directive. And that's the one time I know I've just got to cool my jets, be a safe person. I mean, think about that, right? Like even in our friendship, yeah. are you the kind of person, whether you're a counselor or not, that people find it safe to be disclosing to? Turnier says, uh, he never actually says to someone, confess. No, and, I don't um, think that would work. <laughs> he, thinks, yes. he thinks that because there was something about him that elicited disclosure and confession and secrets from people. But he thinks part of that is precisely the fact, it's a bit of a paradox, that he would never pressure anyone to do it. And he was always a bit surprised when people would. But then there was a healing power to it spiritually, emotionally, relationally, and even physically, he said, when when people are willing to disclose uh, their secrets and particularly their guilt. Yeah, when I think of growing into the best version of oneself, it's hard for me not to think that one of the things that that will mean is more and more transparency more deep disclosing, deep sharing of things that maybe heretofore you have not been able to access or been willing to access. What 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 makes us resist that? If, it, if it's so healing to do it, um, why is it so hard? What blocks us from disclosing deep truths to a trusted other person? The, the, the couple things come to my mind. I think the first is we are very married to our reputation. So letting someone see even though it's a good thing and we can even know in our head that it's a healthy thing, letting someone see the dark side or the sinful side is it's just threatening. And so people know it's a good thing, but that doesn't mean that they do it as yeah. a good thing. So you almost have to discover it by doing it. Um, so that's one of them. I think also the fear of reprisal or consequence. Like I would say, and we were talking about this early, that confession doesn't mean that there's no consequences. There wouldn't be consequences to sharing it so much with a counselor. But say you're confessing something to your spouse or uh, something like that, that could be more challenging uh, and difficult. So I think that's the other thing. So I want to invite you, whoever you are, wherever you're listening to this, before this dog gets us, um, to think about what's one step towards the truth? What's one appropriate disclosure? Doesn't it have to be the deepest, darkest thing? Who's a good friend that you have? And it might be embarrassing. It often is Rick and I, as you all know, we talk on a real regular basis. And I'll always know I need to tell you about this if it's something that I don't want to tell you about. Yeah. 
And you often say, John, this is really embarrassing to say this, Rick. I do. That's a very common line. Happened again this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So what's one step towards truth and towards light and towards healing that you could make today? I will ask right now, God, would you lead me and Rick and every one of us uh, out of hiddenness into being known, out of darkness into light? And we ask this in Jesus' name. And now the last thing I'll say is my knee is killing me. Yeah. And you've got arthritis in yours. I know, I do. So we're done. This is still fun. And Have look a great at that day. view behind us. Yeah. Thanks, John. Thanks, Rick. Thanks for joining us here at becomenew.me. You can join the conversation on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. We are a community of people looking to grow spiritually one day at a time prioritizing the people we're becoming over the things we accomplish. We're brought together not by our strengths, but by our inadequacies. So the worse your story, the warmer your welcome. We'll see you next time.